Hey babe, are you overwhelmed and burnt out by never-ending to-do lists, constantly giving your time to others, and feeling out of balance in your personal life? And are you ready to get absolute clarity on your life's purpose and activate the best version of you? Then it's time to ignite that inner fire and rediscover the fierce, confident woman you are born to be. Welcome to The Beam Life, where myself and other guests empower you to take steps toward the life you want so you can truly be everything and more. I'm Caitlin, your empowerment coach, new bestie, and lover of all things leopard print. It's time to get this party started, y'all. Hey, babe. Welcome back to the Beam Life Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and today we're going to be chatting about all things self-care. Now, what first may have come to mind when I said self-care would be like bubble baths, massages, pedicures, and babe, I'm with you. I love those things too, but the kind of self-care that I'm sharing with you today might not be as obvious. More specifically, I am going to be sharing with you the five most underrated self-care tips ideas, and the best part is every one of them is free. But before we get too much deeper, I want to make sure I share with you our listener of the week, Jesse Delgado, who left this review. I love this podcast and the energy and the light Caitlin brings to every episode. This is a woman who encourages everyone to be themselves unapologetically and without watering down any aspects of who they are. The guests are all soulful women with a mission and a dream. I love to listen and beam while I'm cleaning my house and doing dishes. Jesse, thank you so much for this really thoughtful review. It's reviews like this that truly help spread the good word and get a podcast like this into more ears. So thank you so much. Be sure to go to the show notes and claim your free month of access to the monthly membership. I'll be so excited to welcome you there. All right, babe, you know what time it is. Let's get this party started. Hey babe, welcome back. Like I mentioned in the intro, on today's show, I'm going to be chatting with you about the five most underrated self-care tips. Now, I, you know, sat down today at the microphone and I thought like, what am I going to share? For those of you that have been listening for a little while, you know that this is a pretty organic podcast. I don't do much editing, if any at all. And what I say is never scripted or planned. It's just kind of really what's on my heart and mind when I sit down to the mic. That might make a lot of podcasters cringe, but it's just how I do it. And it what it's what feels the best to me. And Somehow it has, you know, continued to be the way I just do things, even as this podcast has continued to grow and grow. So when I thought about what I was going to share with you guys today, I was, you know, thinking about my recent trip to Texas. I actually just got back yesterday and I went there on a semi-unexpected trip um, because it was for a funeral. And um, while my stepdad had been sick for a little while, you know, we never knew, obviously, like no one does, when that last day would come. And so 
we went to Texas this past weekend for the funeral and I got to see a ton of family. And anytime you've got a lot of personalities together, it is always what I call like chaos for lack of a better word. I don't necessarily want to say drama because it's not drama. It's more of just chaos. Um, my, my family is made up of very different personalities from introverts and extroverts to um, loud people to more, you know, introspective. And then you've got tech people and creative people and business people and all kinds of things coming together. So it makes for a really interesting time always, but I often leave there pretty emotionally drained. And it's because I think that, you know, not only is there a lot of output anytime I do any kind of family event or trip, Um, And, you know, we spend a lot of time catching up and those are all wonderful, amazing things, right? Energetic drain doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can just be based off of, you know, tons of adrenaline or excitement. So not that it's a bad thing, but energy is still energy, right? And I used a lot of it this past weekend. Plus, on top of that, I am at the start of my cycle, and then on top of that, um, I was dealing with the sadness of a funeral, right? That's a lot of um, energetic output and explaining, you know, death and that whole transition out of life to a six-year-old, which can feel really challenging. And then maybe some guilt of leaving and my mom grieving on her own and not being on my regular routine. Anyway, it's dealing with a lot. And I know I'm not the only one that goes through these scenarios. And it's why I felt particularly called to share today. Like coming back from a trip like that can feel like, um, you know, like your head's kind of stuck in the clouds. And so I thought to myself, like, what would I share with a client if she just told me she came back from a trip like this and was feeling maybe creatively stumped and a little bit exhausted and not quite like herself? You know, where would we start? And typically, we would talk about, like, how can we take care of ourselves, right? Like, that's what I would ask. Like, what are some accessible things that you can do right now to take care of yourselves? And so that's really what prompted this particular topic. Um, And so, you know, there's a lot of self-care tips, ideas, things out there. And a lot of them often will be um, money involved, like things you have to spend. But there's a lot of free ways you can take care of yourself that actually have a really long-term effect um, way beyond the 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or hour that you're doing the activity. So, um, you know, you're not going to get the bubble baths, pedicures, massages type talk here while those are wonderful and I thoroughly enjoy them. Um, I'm going to be sharing with you things that might not be so obvious. So the first most underrated self-care tip idea is saying no. Babe, when you have a full plate 
The last thing you need to do is go and sign up for something else, but yet we do it all the time, right? How many times have you woken up in the morning and texted a friend or shared with someone like, I am literally so exhausted, but then five minutes later, you're committing to something else, whether it's because you feel guilty or what, maybe it sounds like really exciting. Like maybe it's um, a party or volunteering for your kid's school, like Those things maybe sound exciting to you, but also you don't have the bandwidth. So being able to say no is saying yes to yourself. And I think it's truly one of the most underrated things that we don't talk about so much in this space. And it is so powerful because when you say no to other things, you are truly opening the doors for so much more possibility to come into your life and also to not be so overwhelmed. Um, the second most underrated self-care tip that I have for you today is volunteering. This is something that is on my vision board to do more of not only as an individual, but as a community. So don't be uh, surprised if you see some of that popping up in the beam life over the next few months, but giving back and connecting and plugging back into your community, specifically if you can find a local opportunity, is so fulfilling. Um, Not only does it create more compassion for others around us that we share space with, but it also allows us to see things from different perspectives. And I think that when we only see things from one lens, um, we can often feel really stuck. So it can help us see other solutions. It can help us, um, you know, never do, you know, should we use seeing someone else's suffering or misfortune as a way to like feel better about ourselves? Certainly not. Um, But it is a way to feel humbled and feel immense gratitude because Maybe you woke up feeling like, wow, everything is falling apart. And then you see somebody else who is maybe far worse off than you, who is so grateful to be where they are. And it's just a, it's just a life check, like a gut check, like, hello, what am I sitting over here feeling ungrateful for? You know, I have so much goodness surrounding me. So, um, that is definitely, definitely one of the most underrated things and actually leads me directly into number three, which is having a gratitude practice. Y'all are probably like, could you shut up about gratitude by now? But I will never stop talking about it. Gratitude has literally changed my life. It is something that when all else fails, it's what I will be doing. Um, It is one of the most consistent practices I have. And even if I don't get to get as elaborative as I like, I make sure I at least acknowledge one thing that I'm grateful for. And I practice what I call micro gratitude, which is things I'm grateful for that have happened either in the last 24 hours or coming up in the next 24 hours. And the reason I really focus on micro gratitude and I share this a lot like throughout my journaling practice and with my one-on-one clients and even in my in my membership. The reason I, I focus on micro gratitude is because it is training your brain to look for the good in your days, right? If we keep our gratitude really generic, like my health and my home and my family, like those are wonderful things to be grateful for. But like, what about your home? What specifically about your home that day made you grateful? What specifically about your health 
are you grateful for that day? Like get real nitty gritty. It also, I've noticed that when I'm super intense in my gratitude practice, it also um, helps me to want to do other things for people around me so that they can find moments to be grateful for. So for example, um, sometimes when I'm in a Starbucks line, someone will randomly buy me coffee. And that's something I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for that. So when I'm in my um, cycles of gratitude, something that I really focus on is, okay, maybe I'll be that person today that buys that coffee, right? And so it's those little things that make a massive difference. Number four, most underrated self-care tip idea I have for you today is cleaning up your space. Now, we are definitely out of spring and into summer, although you wouldn't know it if you lived in LA because I feel like we lived in the, you know, Seattle region these days with the gloom that we have. But so while we can't say spring cleaning, I do mean that. And I literally mean cleaning up not only your mental space, but your technology space. So declutter your desktop, declutter the apps on your phone, get through old emails, but also cleaning up your house, going through cabinets, getting, um, donating clothes and getting rid of things that you don't, you know, use anymore. And the reason cleaning up a space is so like an amazing gift you can give yourself is that the way you then function in your environment becomes completely different. The way you're going to move throughout your space, the energy your space is going to give back to you is so good. Um, I spent the last, I would say, two months really going through our home. Uh, We have gone through nearly every cabinet every closet. Uh, We've even switched rooms with the kids. So we ended up giving them the master bedroom so that we could, um, you know, have, give them a little more space to play. And so that, it like felt like we were moving, like switching the beds and all kinds of things. But that experience truly had us feeling like, wow, our space is usable. It flows. I'm not spending and wasting energy like looking for things anymore. It feels good when you open up cabinets, when we go to get ready. Um, It's just the gift that keeps on giving. And lastly, the most underrated self-care tip I have for you today, and I would say it's probably the biggest game changer. Well, all of these are game changers, but this is one that I would say is maybe the hardest to do if you're not used to it but will have a a massive impact when you learn how to do it. And that is asking for what you need. How many times can you say that you thought in the back of your mind, you knew what you needed and you expected either your partner, your coworker, your kids to read your mind, right? I know that I'm guilty of this. I had this very specific thing that I needed either help with or that I, um, wanted acknowledged or, you know, I didn't expect it to be rhetorical. I really wanted a response and I didn't get it. And then I was left feeling like pretty disappointed. And um, really what needed to change there was not that 
the people who I was expecting that from, but it's I needed to be specific about what I was looking for. It is our responsibility to communicate what we need and not expect those around us, even those that spend so much time with us, like our partners, to be able to read our mind. You know, we need to be able to communicate what it is that we need. And I will say this is probably the area I've had a lot of difficulty in in the last month. You know, I pride myself on being really independent and that I can do things and I don't need help. But That's just not true. And we all need support and we all need help. And so being able to break it down exactly what it is that I need, or even just to share like, hey, what I need from you is just to listen right now. Like I don't need any feedback. I don't need your advice. I just need a listener. Like being able to be something as simple as that is so profound because you are giving the other person like the the manual basically right and you're not leaving them guessing and that helps you not to be disappointed so again these are my five most underrated self-care tips I hope that you will implement at least one of them right don't try to do everything all at once um that's never the way things work But let me know, like send me a DM at The Beam Life on Instagram and share with me like what one of these resonated with you the most? Which one will you put into practice? Um, I would love to know and connect with you. And as always, please leave a review and um, share this episode with your friends. If it's something that you feel like that will, you know, really resonate with them and where they're at in their lives. And um, thank you for always being a part of this community you listening is what keeps me showing up. So I appreciate you, babe, and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to The Beam Life. I'd be so honored if you would take a sec to leave a review. Ready to take the next step and join the sisterhood? The Beam Life community is a place where you can just take off the mask, feel seen, and form authentic connections with other like-minded, kick-ass women. We do not do surface level shit in that group, babe. Click on the link in the show notes or head to the Beam Life Create Your Dream Life community on Facebook. I can't wait to see you there.